All right. So we're going to go ahead and get started and um, have anybody here is, I just want to take a quick poll. Is, it, is this anybody's first time at an OA meeting? Just raise your hand. You can either do it um, in the screen or just raise your hand um, through the reactions, um, maybe or maybe not. Okay, as a teacher, I kind of like to get a pulse on what's going on here. All right, so um, when I first came to OA, there was a saying at the beginning of almost every single meeting that was called the preamble. And I always wondered why in the world are they saying this over and over? And now, as I've been here about 15 months in this program, I've learned that the preamble is our invitation. It's basically a, a very wonderful welcome, and it helps me to remember to think about the similarities we have in this program. So it's a welcome. So I'm going to go ahead and share this preamble, and hopefully what resonates with you is our similarities and not our differences. So here goes. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating and food behaviors. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Welcome for all of you that have a, that are attending and we're glad to see you here tonight. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. So um, as a newcomer, um, and it's so interesting, Sally and I have so much in common here. Uh, I came to Overeaters Anonymous and I, I didn't even know what a compulsive overeater was. I was like, what are you talking about? And I was given uh, 15 questions. And it was those kind of these questions around, well, kind of like, we'll test yourself. Maybe you're just a, a, a hard eater, or maybe you are a compulsive eater. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to read these questions to you. And they will be available to you in print so that you can like, think about it and kind of just work through it. But um, it was so it was so helpful for me to read through these things to help me understand kind of where I was in this in my disease. So um, do I eat when I'm not hungry or not eat when my body needs nourishment? Oh, I think is she frozen or is it just me? All right, let me go on to number two. Again, these are rhetorical questions just to ask yourself. Do I go on eating binges for no apparent reason? Sometimes eating until I'm stuffed or even feel sick. Next question. Do I have feelings of guilt, shame, or embarrassment about my weight or the way I eat? Next question. Do I eat sensibly in front of others and then make up for it when I am alone? Next question, is my eating affecting my health or the way I live my life? Next question, my emotions are intense, whether positive or negative. Do I find myself reaching for food? 
Again, these are questions that are part of the brochure for the newcomer. And for me, when I was able to take a look at these and answer yes, yes, no, or yes, yes, it helped me recognize that I was a part of something bigger than myself. So a few more of these questions are, do my eating behaviors make me or others unhappy? Have I ever used laxatives, vomiting, diuretics, excessive exercise, diet pills, shots, or other medical interventions, including surgery to try to control my weight? Do I fast or severely restrict my food intake to control my weight? Do I fantasize about how much better my life would be if I were a different size or weight? Do I need to chew or have something in my mouth at all times? Food, gum, mints, candies, or beverages. I was a gum chewer, big time. Um, have I ever eaten food that is burned, frozen, or spoiled from containers in the grocery store or out of the garbage? Are there certain foods I can't stop eating after having the first bite? Mm -hmm. Have I lost the weight? Have I lost weight with a diet or a period of control only to be followed by a bout of uncontrolled eating and or weight gain? And finally, do I spend too much time thinking about food, arguing with myself about whether or not to eat what or not? to eat, planning the next diet or exercise, cure or counting calories. And again, these are all personal questions, not anything that you have to figure out today. The part of the beauty of this program is that a lot of us have answered yes to these questions. And we, I've realized that there's no shame at this, at this point, um, just similarities and there's a solution. And so that's why I'm so proud to be um, a member of this group. So if you've answered yes to any or all of these questions, um, it could be, um, you could be well on your way to having a compulsive eating or overeating problem. All right, so the next part, um, that kind of sounds dismal, all those questions, but what I wanna um, really have an opportunity to share with you right now is the OA tools of recovery. So the OA tools, there's nine of them, and you will see that they're mentioned in just about every meeting, just like the preamble. And the tools of recovery for me have been a solution and a guide to um, helping myself out when I'm circling the drain, so to speak, um, or when I'm about to make some poor choices regarding food. So um, here they are. And um, one of them is a plan of eating. So I share my food with my sponsor at the end of the day. Some people do it at the beginning. Um, sponsorship. I have a sponsor and now I am currently sponsoring. It's part of my service and I'm very blessed to have a wonderful sponsor. I go to a lot of meetings. Fellowship is super, super important. And you'll see the individuals that you look around the room here. Um, you're all in abstinence right now. So you're all in recovery just by being here in this meeting. Telephone. Do you pick up the phone or do you receive phone calls and share with others? Writing is a tool, and that's one thing that I learned is very difficult, but once I get started, I can't stop, and that's a very therapeutic way to deal with some of my um, food behaviors. Literature, there's a ton of OA literature out there, um, back from when OA originated to um, current stories now and everything in between. Literature is a fantastic tool. An action plan, an action plan is something that when I wake up in the morning, if I'm, I'm out of state right now, I'm not even home. So part of me is freaking out, you know, what are my three meals going to be? But I already have it in my mind, an idea of what my day is going to be like. I know I'm going to go to a meeting. 
I know I'm going to have three meals, which is part of my abstinence. I know I'm not going to snack in between um, because I'm going to have three hearty meals. And I know that the series and actions of today that are going to involve tools to help me stay abstinent today. And that's all it is. 24 hours just today. And that's my plan for today. Anonymity is my ability to be anonymous and um, service is the last one. And the one that I feel has helped me so, so much um, being of service to showing up to meetings sometimes when I was new was my service and reading something at the beginning of the meeting, whether it was a reading. Um, sometimes that's the, the only thing that you're able to do as far as services concerned to sponsoring or moderating in a meeting. There's a variety of different ways. And um, whatever it is, being abstinent means um, that you're encouraging and being a part of being of service. So um, that is all the tools. You're going to hear a lot of speakers today. I encourage you to go to so many different panels and um, uh, meetings, and you'll notice, pick out the tools that work for individuals and try them on. I guarantee you'll have some luck. Thank you. Is Lolo back with us? I'm back. <laughs> Yay. Nice. All right, Chad, you're like, in, sweet thing. Oh my gosh, I'm all sweaty and, you know, trying to like figure this out. So th that was beautiful, Sally. Thank you. So uh, the next aspect that we want to talk about is, you know, the three aspects of our disease. It's very much threefold. It's physical, emotional, and physical uh, and spiritual. And I can remember starting off and it was just like, I, I could go exercise and I'm living on the tip of the spear and I didn't have emotional fitness and I had no spiritual fitness. And the beauty of the program was getting this really stable platform for me to live my life on. And it's not ever, it's not always balanced, right? There's things that give and take, but having the three different dimensions of that have served me so well in my recovery and really working the program. So that was very important. And the other thing too, it's not a moral issue. I walked into the rooms, broken, bad, feeling bad. I'm a bad person. I mean, oh my gosh, I'm not worthy. I, it's not a moral issue. We have a disease. And through this program, we truly have a disease and it's not a moral issue. And that is probably one of the biggest gifts that I have received out of the program. Um, we are not a religious program and we're definitely not a diet club. Again, coming in, show me the diet, tell me what to do, give me the sheet of paper, I'm gonna go on my way. It was so much more. We use a phrase, well, for me, I came for the vanity, it was all about vanity, but I stayed for the sanity. And that's really what has kept me here. I am a, I, I'm like, can say I'm a sane person. <laughs> I'm a, yeah, I really have gotten so much more from this program. Um, because I have learned to understand that uh, it's not religious. I mean, uh, we work with a higher power or whatever that might be to you. It's very individual um, by person. Um, and we do this really one day at a time. The beauty, I would diet and go, oh, for the next six months, I'm going to do this. I don't have to do that anymore. I just have to be abstinent today. My goal is today. And it's a beautiful thing. And I know I can make it through today with the help of my sponsor and my tribe. And it's a, and I can get through that. Um, uh, you do not have to believe in God to be a part of this program. 
and we figure out our food while working through the program with our fellows and sponsors. And uh, please stay for the convention because you will learn so much more about these areas and uh, how to navigate. I, I think that's a great word, navigate. I learned how to navigate and I learned how to pick up those, those nuggets that were really meaningful and helpful for me. And then those nuggets just grew into the program that I have today. And we are, we're moving right along, Sally. We're doing pretty good. We're about a couple minutes ahead of time. Um, we do have a welcome center that will be in the chat, I believe in the chat room for people. And um, if you have any questions throughout the uh, convention, it's like from 6.30 tonight, which is in a few minutes, all the way through 7.30 p.m. And then all day Saturday and in the morning on Sunday, this there's a team of people there will be there to help you whether it's to help you get into a meeting, if you have any questions at all, it's truly, we are here in service to you. Your, my recovery depends on supporting people in this meeting today. And if there's anything that we can share, uh, our stories, our lives, our feelings, um, that's what we're here to do over the next couple days. And um, Sally, you want to go through the important thoughts? You bet. Thank you so much, Lolo, for your thoughts and your insights. I've learned so much from you just from our conversations and getting ready for this. So thank you so much for your sisterhood and being a part of my abstinence. I really appreciate you. So, um, and thank you all to those who helped provide this opportunity to just be here. Um, and I am so, so incredibly grateful. I was talking to um, uh, a family member earlier that um, actually and my sponsor earlier, I, I talked with her on Fridays and um, that's part of this program that you are going to be encouraged and you're going to know that you're not alone any longer. You're not alone, that this is a one day at a time, 24 hours, and that's it. I can do just about anything for 24 hours, but if you ate like me, if you stuffed your face um, and I was a bulimic, so I have so much shame around that disease, but for three decades, and it's very, I was very ashamed to talk about that. And it's a miracle that today in the year 2021, this is my very, very first convention. And I'm proud to say that I am a member. And I just wanna encourage you, no matter how much shame you have, we get it. <laughs> We get it. And every time I told a story to my sponsor, she would say, really? I, ba, 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 ba. and she could always, you know, share another story. And it made me not feel so shameful because I think I was, I was my worst um, critic. I know I was my worst critic and I'm working on that. And that's what the steps are for. And it's a beautiful thing. And the steps are a wonderful way to have that spiritual experience and connect um, spiritually. So you're here. If you're here, I just want to say way to go. High five. Woo. If you're here, you're abstinent. You're in the solution. You're being a part of a conference. This is my first conference. I have a few days of abstinence um, that I've strung together and I'm grateful for every single one of them, but really, really give yourself a high five for being here. Showing up for me is 98% of the issue. 2% is the other stuff that you get to do with us together. So 
way to go. Also, you're going to notice that there are a ton of meetings. Um, we are not a glum lot. You'll, you noticed um, our, our song, the happy song is our theme. And truly, you will see a lot of joy and happiness because of people, this program changing our lives um, for the better and not being weighed down by the daunting, you know, uh, huge uh, shame of this disease. Um, and there is a solution. So don't quit. Don't stop before the miracle happens. Just keep coming. It, and I'm one of those people of where it took two relapses to um, get it. And this was after 30 years of practicing really, really having a poor, poor behavior with food, using it for all the wrong reasons. And after two relapses, finally, finally got it. But it's because I watched you guys and, and followed your lead. People like Lolo, people like Kathy, people like so many of you in this meeting today, I really admire and respect, but we all just have today. So choose a meeting, choose a panel, go to the dance, go do karaoke, um, the entertainment, um, uh, the opening ceremonies, just do everything. What I learned is the more I'm involved, the more I'm abstinent, the less I'm involved, the less I am abstinent. And that sounds so silly, but now I raise my hand for just about anything. And it's because I'm kind of being selfish. I'm trying to protect and guide and guard that um, serenity and abstinence. So I just want to encourage you to have fun. Um, we get it. And I look forward to meeting you, so many of you, and um, in the other meetings, and God bless you. And one of the things that we're, we are going to hear in a lot of our meetings, many of you know it already, I'm going to ask Lolo to join me with this, is the serenity prayer. Our serenity prayer is beautiful and simple, yet very, very profound. They say this program is very difficult, but it's very easy. <laughs> it's us that sometimes gets in the way of... Um, the simpleness of this program. So the serenity prayer is one of those guidance um, that I really, really love. So if you would like to join us, go ahead and unmute. And after a moment of silence, for those still in and out of this room suffering from this disease, please join me in the serenity prayer. God, God. You all are extremely precious. Just know that. I'm so glad that you're here and welcome home. God bless. Wow. Thank you. Sally, thank you so much. And we have a few more minutes in here. And, um, oh my gosh, our stories are so similar. They're different, but so similar. So, you know, I, again, it's that life experience around, I came to the room. I didn't have a problem. I was just fat. I was fat. Give me the diet. Tell me what to do next. I want to diet and help me lose weight because if I lose weight, I'm going to be happy. If I lose weight, my husband's going to be more attracted to me. If I lose weight, I'm going to get a better job. I mean, all these crazy, crazy ideas I had about if only I was thin, my life was amazing. I had all this supposed control in all these other parts of my life, but if I was only thin, you'd like me. I mix, I would be loved. I could be accepted. I would be promoted. All of these feelings inside of me. And I get to the room arrogant and he goes, all of these, these uh, character defects that I now see now, 
And I'm looking around the room going, oh, you ladies got a lot of problems, right? It's like, just give me the diet and here I go. And within 24 hours, maybe 48 hours, I was like, I am a hot mess and I need these people. And for the first time in my life, I wasn't dieting in shame. It's not the diet part. It wasn't shame. I'm sitting there and listening to people talking. I'm like going, I could just cry right now, you guys. I'm like going, oh my God, she's telling my story. She had my life. She's lied. I'm a, I lied. But you guys, I lied to an app. I am logging my food for my, you know, of how much I eat and exercise. I am lying to an app. There is something wrong. There is something wrong. And I didn't see it. And I couldn't, and I, and I, I couldn't see it because I was so drunk in the food and I was so oblivious to what my feelings were because I just wanted to be numb. I would come home, I would eat until oblivion. I would eat till I was in a coma because I didn't want to feel. And the beauty of this program, I feel now and I can own it and I love it. I love my feelings. I own it. I'm happy. It's a miracle. <laughs> I believe in miracles now. And it was just, it's, I, I, it, it's the first time in my life I feel that I have a tribe with me. Like Sally and I were talking. Sally and I met four days ago. She's my sister. We have a relationship. We are in a relationship. We, we are going to fight through this disease together. And we truly have a disease. It is not a moral issue. And once I got my head around that, this, that shame that we talked about, it went away. And now there's a solution. So um, I know we have a few more minutes. So uh, I, I can't even begin to encourage, uh, you know, that keep coming back stay with us, listen to us. I saw Sally put her finger up, jump in there, girl. Okay. All right. So um, again, I just, I'm thrilled to be here with you all and have this opportunity. Um, oftentimes people will ask me, you know, so what is your abstinence? Um, and just note that, um, and what is abstinence? And I had to learn that here. And there's a definition of abstinence as well. And it's different for everybody. And for me, um, I can only speak for me. Um, it's three meals a day. And I actually have three snacks. I actually have a decent metabolism once I let my body heal itself. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I have um, 15 months of, um, almost 15 months of abstinence. And um, there are definitely things that I refrain from eating that I consider there's, you'll hear people talk about red light foods and yellow and green and whatnot. And um, there are some that I do not touch because I cannot just have one. I also am in another program. Um, so you may hear that as well. Um, and for me, uh, it's funny, that program in hindsight was so much, I don't want to say easier, but it was easier for me to get into recovery than this one, because I think food is, you guys, food is everywhere and, it, and we have to have it in order to sustain ourselves. And so how do you get, that's the, the million dollar question. How do you get 
um, divorced from these feelings of crazy cray cray um, around food. And for me, I needed guidance. I needed to surrender. And I've asked, been asked that too. So what did you do to surrender? And I wish that's another million dollar question. For me, it was risking being humble and it was being honest. And I can tell you this, my two relapses, I had six months abstinence, one day at a time, relapsed, and then seven months. And what I was doing is I wasn't being honest with myself entirely. This is a program of action. It's not one of, of sitting down. And a fellow, a newcomer once said, you know, God can't steer, a higher power can't steer a car that's not moving, right? So we do the action, we get the car moving. And um, then things started to happen. And the urges started to lessen a little, and then a little more. And all I needed to do and remind myself is for today, I'm going to give this over to something that's other than myself. And I'm going to get to a meeting and maybe two, because <laughs> in a, in a, I'm a pandemic abstinence um, girl. So part of me is like scared to death to go out into the real world. But guess what? I, I, I've put enough deposits, I feel today into the emotional sobriety um, bank where I feel I have a little more confidence and I have you all as my fellows. So um, again, I just want to encourage you use your tools and use them like crazy. And you know what? You may just find yourself having a little fun. Yep. Because that's what I found. And um, you guys are all my friends. I don't know, may not know you personally, but I, I love you. I mean, that, that sounds corny, but we are surviving a war and I feel like I've survived a war. And it's like the Titanic. We've survived. We're on the other side and we're, and we're, we're together and we will um, continue. And, and not only that, but we will celebrate.